0: get this pen away from me. I, d- I won't need to smoke it. <laughs> Rangers and residents of Panorama City, welcome to the Sentai Truther Club. I'm your host, Grav, and with me is my best friend, Kennedy.
1: Shouldn't it be Super Panorama City now? You're right. <laughs> 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 for now, right? <laughs>
0: Come face me in my super mega mode.
1: <laughs> so uh, we got super Jaden, super Kevin, super, super Mia, trad wife. They're all back. <laughs> all back. And they've got a new power. This is the closest that a first episode of a season of the Power Rangers has come to being filler. This is a Borderline Filler episode.
0: It's 2001. I'm playing Crash Bandicoot Warped on my uncle's PlayStation (laughs) 1. Power Rangers is on the television screen. I have Pokemon Yellow in my Game Boy Color. Actually, no, I think it's Pokemon Silver at this point. And you know what? I'm still a pretty big fan of Super Mario 64. (laughs) It's 2021. I just beat Pokemon, <laughs> Sword, Mario's Super Mario's Bowser's Fury, I'm playing Crash Bandicoot 4, pa- Power Rangers is still on the television, and here I am doing it for a podcast. Time is a flat circle.
1: Time is indeed a flat circle.
0: In the beginning of Crash Bandicoot 4, there's a television screen right by where, you know, Crouch, Crash is just lounging around waiting for another person to want to make a game about him. Yeah. Um, Things go off. He has to go stop the enemies, blah, blah, blah. Gets up off the couch as a television screen. If you spin at the television screen, it flips the channels between all of the Crash Bandicoots that are canon. <laughs> So it goes one, two, three, and then it goes four. And I'm like, nice, good retcon. <laughs> um, but also, it's just like, I'm just getting hit with like a bunch of properties that are a part of my childhood. And seemingly, like, I don't want to necessarily like go out and play them. I'm just playing them because they're somewhat interesting. And it's kind of sad. Because here we are watching Super Samurai. And it's just like, ah, remember 90s vibes? Remember 90s? Remember the 90s? And I'm like, dog, I remember the 90s all the time. I'm literally playing, like, four different franchises that have been around since I
1: was a kid. (laughs) Also, they were doing this in 2012. Yeah. It was even less necessary back then.
0: Yeah. This was back when, like, remember when uh, Microsoft
1: was, like, Try Internet Explorer again. Give it a shot. (laughs) It's not the same Internet Explorer you remember. Remember
0: when you used to use Internet Explorer all the time because Microsoft had it pre-installed in your operating system, so by default you used it before Google just launched the fucking what's probably worth a trillion dollar ad campaign for you to use Google Chrome instead? Remember the 90s? They have a Remember the 90s ad. Kennedy, did you did you ever watch it? Where it's like, oh, fuck, man, remember fucking radical 90s television kids commercials with, like, fucking Go-Gurt and shit? Remember rollerblading? Yeah, Internet Explorer. Try that. Try it again. We released a new version. It's not the same old Internet Explorer you're used to.
1: God damn it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like, we've been in In
1: 90s vibes perpetuity For over a decade The end of goddamn history It was
0: the end of like culture As capitalism just continuously like Goes for that dead body all the time I don't know It's got me feeling all types of ways
1: all types of ways.
0: What about you, Kennedy? You play, you're you're a gamer. You game. I game. You game. You okay. play a lot of nerdy games, too.
1: Yeah. Uh, especially since the start of the pandemic, I turned into that kind of person that plays games that other people look at and go, I have a headache.
0: We used to be in the same <laughs> Discord server where you would hang out all the time, and it, it made me game more often than I normally did. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, I'm now finding that like the content that I enjoy or the content that I find interesting to talk about has to have some sort of emotional resonance, Hmm. you know, for me to, for me to want to talk about it at length. And it's like. You know, I mentioned a bunch of games at the start of this one, and uh, there's there's a couple others that I tried out too. I tried out the new Pokemon Snap, another '90s video game that people have been clamoring for a fucking sequel for for forever. <laughs> I played it, and it's the most bland. Like, it feels like uh, Nintendo's B team, and you know, like when Nintendo ain't bringing their A team. Nintendo be putting out straight garbage. Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, I know it has its fans, is garbage, dude. They remade that shit on the Switch? Garbage. Most Pokemon side games hot like trash.
1: Okay, just let me trash. let me let me very slightly very very slightly defend Pokemon Mystery Dungeon and just say that in its time it was cool. But the problem is you can't let that nostalgia carry you forever. People have this problem with a lot of games. Like Final Fantasy Tactics is another really good example of this. Final Fantasy Tactics in its time was really cool. But why do, why do people pretty much always fail when they try to remake Final Fantasy Tactics? Like because Tactics
0: game. games are boring.
1: Cause, yeah, because Final Fantasy Tactics <laughs> is fucking boring as fuck if you play it now and you play it with modern gaming expectations.
0: Yeah. uh, There was like one Sega Saturn game that I was looking up that had pretty decent reviews and one of the reviews for the games was like, I mean, the graphics are great, the music's great, the writing's great, the gameplay though, tactics games in general are boring. Sorry. Bad. (laughs) And I'm like, you know, this person's on to something. Um, realistically, like I've tried like other like unit-based games. Like I, I Fire Emblem's probably like where I end with how like tactics games are and how I enjoy them. Because I tried something like Wargroove, and I don't even oh. like that.
1: Wargroove sucks though.
0: Yeah. I like Battle for West Noth. That's a free game that anyone can play. If you're ever listening to this podcast, Battle for Noth is a free, I think it's an open source game, I could be wrong. I believe it's um open. yeah, but a uh, fantastic turn-based game that I I absolutely love. But uh, yeah, no, it was never that. XCOM was probably the first like tactics style game and that's more
1: like just squad management. <laughs> yeah, I I like I like a good tactics game, but it has to be really good. It has I to try be really to... good cuz it's if it's slow I'm going to get bored. I was a kid who tried
0: so fucking hard to squeeze any enjoyment out of any game that I got. And uh, I tried to squeeze enjoyment out of Ogre Battle 64. That game is atrocious. (laughs) Moving across that map takes like literal minutes as your character does a slow march to whatever destination you tell it to go to. It's It's insane. Yeah,
1: it's ridiculous. Um,
0: but like, the reason why we're bringing all of this up is because that's all this show fucking is. It's like
1: this this episode is filler.
0: Yeah, like half the like seventy percent of this episode is Rangers fighting the villain of the week, trying to bide time while Antonio finally gets an erection. Like it fucking sucks.
1: Yeah, it's really a, it. It is really a long, slow, boring episode with very little consequential shit in it. Um, the villains aren't really up to anything super exciting. It's not like a season intro that starts off with like, ah, the villains are you know turning up the heat. No, they're just still here. Um, the Rangers, yeah, they're just still here too. Uh, how are the Rangers doing? Fine, it seems. They don't seem to be like. I'm not saying that every season intro needs to start with "Ha Since the last season, uh, things have gotten worse. We're in a crisis now. I'm not saying it always has to be like that, but this was like one of the most laid back season intros I've ever seen of any TV show ever. Like they were just like, "Yeah, what's up? It's Super Samurai time!" <laughs> hey. Like they're hanging out at the clubhouse. They're patting each other on the back. They're wandering they're doing around e. the city. They're fucking drinking coffee. They're just vibing. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Oh, the
1: fuck! The river seems to be flowing into the real world again. Oh, fuck! Oh. Yeah, that's as close as they come to up. Antonio,
0: you need to unlock the black box finally. Antonio's like, oh shit, I can't fucking open it. Ah! And you cut back to Antonio like two more times before he finally does it.
1: No, it's more. It, I swear, it was like four times of him just like put it. There's okay. I don't even want to get there yet. Hold on. First, before I get to, get to that, welcome to the show. Yeah, welcome to the fucking show. Uh, the San <laughs> river thing. That's their only attempt to raise the stakes. Is through this like look. There's Sanzu River water out here in the world. Just little puddles of it in different places forming and then disappearing that's really bad um and that does make sense in the context of the plot as we know it but they literally like it's a footnote they literally barely address it um or they don't like <laughs> they don't really they don't really investigate anything in this Show anymore, like in the samurai era, they don't really like spend a bunch of time trying to figure things out or anything like that. It's no, they know like, what to
0: do. And you don't like yeah. the black box. Tony has got to unlock it. It's the only one.
1: Like they you just know, you know, what it
0: is. know what to do <laughs> all the time. Yeah, I mean, like I don't know. This, this shit sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I don't. I don't know. It was such a non-episode that I didn't even feel it was worth it to bring a guest because it would be a
1: waste. Yeah, this is the first time we're we're ever doing a season intro without a guest because literally, there's not, there was just so little to discuss. And so I we mean, like maybe we'll just drag one of our friends along, like we sometimes do. And then we were like, you know what? Fuck it, let's just record this. Yeah, it just. Uh, does, this it, is just. There's nothing to say about this. Yeah, that that black box at the end
0: of the season, Antonio was finally able to unlock it after it cutting back to him four times trying to do it. And again, he got the Super Samurai power, which basically means that like anything that happened in the movie, completely filler. So that's out. Movies
1: filler. That's out. Uh, Um, But also, yeah. So Antonio in the black box. So this is not one of those things where like. A lot of times in the Power Rangers, when they're in a situation like this, like, think back to Mystic Force and, like, Chip making that special crystal to kill the Vampire Queen. Mm -hmm. Chip, like, he read books, he wandered around in the forest gathering special items, he talked to his mentors, he tried all kinds of things to make that work, you know? He went on a whole investigative journey and a whole journey of the self also in order to craft this item right um antonio literally just punches different numbers into his phone his magical phone device points it (laughs) at the black box the black box glows for a second he gets excited then it stops glowing and he gets angry and there's very little actual dialogue then he scrolls to the
0: next porn video (laughs) <laughs>
1: There's very little actual dialogue. It's mostly him just being like, ah, or, you know, and like he's not, he's not like actively investigating what to do in some meaningful way. He's not working with it in some meaningful way. He's just punching random spell codes into his spell phone and then being like, damn it, that one didn't work. It's like watching somebody like try random numbers in a combination lock that they're desperate to get open. You yeah, know? there's no thought behind it. It's just like, well, three, 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 three. That might have said it to that. Fuck it. <sighs> um, so that's a large portion of the episode. It's just that. Um, the other major plot point that we haven't addressed yet is just that there's a monster that has been living on Earth, uh, for a while, secretly. Uh, it's the monster that, I can't think of his name right now, but it's this monster that Master Xandrid had a fight with and kind of threw out, um, Arachnator. Uh, and Arachnator is surviving off these puddles, and that ends up being, like, the big threat, basically, and it's, you think it's gonna maybe go somewhere interesting and it just doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> like it's just like it's kinda like, oh, that's kind of curious. This monster's just been living on Earth, surviving off the puddles, like disobeying Master Zandrid. Where where will that might lead? Oh, they're just gonna fight it. Okay. Okay. Also in this episode, Bulk and Spike are reliving oh, are reliving oh, the 90s once again. Yet again, reliving the 90s. uh, This time, they are rehashing the plot of we want to find out who the Power Rangers are and film them and stuff. It's that again, but it's worse this time, at least so far. Great. Totally unnecessary. (laughs) Utterly unneeded. So, what... What has happened in this episode? They set up a villain that uh, turns out to be relatively unimportant. Um, They, uh, uh, Bulk and Spike are up to some shenanigans from the past. Uh, The Rangers, uh, Antonio tries to open the black box several times in a very boring manner. This is most of the episode. This is why we're saying this is borderline filler. Even now, I'm like, I'm tempted to put on the filler guy don't watch episode 1 of Super Samurai because fuck this. Like I... what do you need to know from this episode? Oh, they're going to get super power a-, a new version of their power. You could figure that out through context clues by watching any other episode of this season. It does the meme. It they does do the, do meme. the meme. That's the most enjoyable part of the whole episode is jaden and credit to the actor this is one of those moments remember in the season review i said this actor occasionally shows a little bit of something that's like going on he obviously was having fun in this moment (laughs) 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 he's just like yeah guys we're not just samurai anymore we're looks at the camera super samurai It's pretty bad when that's the most enjoyable part of the episode, though.
0: Yeah, that was the best part.
1: That's a really low bar. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's it. That's like the whole. This is the entire intro is one episode and it's one nonsensical, nearly filler episode. This makes like so many season intros seem. Bold and relevant by comparison. Yeah, let's uh, let's rate and review. Yeah, there's not much else to say.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I w- I would probably just cut right into a review. Um, yeah, let's rate and review it. Uh, I'll start. It's a one out of ten. Uh, <laughs> borderline filler, if not because it literally like has the one plot point. That was necessary to continue. Other than that, the one meme where he's like, with the enemies getting stronger, we've got to be super samurai. Whatever the <laughs> fuck he said that was like that, that shit was funny as fuck. I was laughing as hell. That's one point. Also, the theme song has grown on me. I can hear the squigglies in my head. Yeah. Like, you know, you know, when you hear. Dun-dun. And then the, it has the guitars in the background. You hear, you see that sword slashing across the screen. It's pretty
1: memorable. I think I'm going to give this a zero simply because this entire experience of watching this intro was such like a non-experience. And it's such a non-intro. This is true.
0: This uh, is true. I almost did fall asleep.
1: Like, it's one of the most boring episodes of Power Rangers Samurai that I've seen so far. And on top of that, uh, it's just goofy and stupid in these ways that aren't really fun for the most part, except for that one (laughs) scene. Uh, I'm tempted to be like you and say, yeah, I'm going to give it one point for that one scene. But honestly, I just want to give it a zero just because I'm so frustrated. I'm ashamed of Haim Saban right now. Like, what is this? This is not a season intro. You are the man who gave us the Time Force intro. Yeah. Like, what happened to you? Yeah. What the actual fuck?
0: This is also the man that gave us the Wild Force intro, though.
1: Even the Wild Force intro made a little more sense than this. You remember when we reviewed the Wild Force intro, you were like, It's not all bad and you were trying to convince me to be a little less harsh on it And you know what you've convinced me now in this moment
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, honestly like we thought Wild Force would be the worst piece of television That we've had to watch with like 40 something episodes and that hasn't been the case
1: I am desperate for this to get better than this because this is terrible and if it does not get better than this I will be tempted to throw all of Samurai into the operation over. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess like we'll we'll have this open discussion here so you know it's recorded and we can send it to the people who, who listen to the show. I'm almost tempted to not even do like a best and worst if like we legitimately can't find episodes to like really engage with. Just because yeah. like we, we might as well just do you. a season review. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we could also just do like Three Weirdest again if it's borderline, but it has to still be something that we can actually talk about. We're we, I mean, we wouldn't even be able to do a Three about. Weirdest.
0: We wouldn't even be able to do a Three Weirdest for Samurai. We did two best and one worst because there was two competent episodes and one extraordinarily bad one. But like, I don't know. There has to be something that we could talk about for more than 15 minutes. <laughs> for yeah, us we- to want to, like, invite a guest over because, like, it's not... It's just not worth it. It's not worth it to subject and waste the guest's time with this bad of... Or not even, like... It's not even the fact that it's, like, atrociously bad. It's, like, such a waste of... of valuable time as a limited resource that we all operate on. <laughs> like, this is the type of shit where, like... um it's the person who goes like, I'm going to download everything versus the person who's like, I'm going to curate my content. Like this is the, this is me going into curator mode and just going like, listen, in an effort to not waste anybody's time, I'd rather just blink this out of existence, review it, move on to the, until the next time something's like worthy of being, uh, guested on at the very least, (laughs) you know? (laughs) I know we'll eventually get there, like there's the Super Mega Force movie, but that that's that's still quite a ways away. We still got Super Samurai, Mega Force, and Super Mega Force before we even hit that movie. Oh, <laughs> <sucks> so much <laughs> so just just yeah. just to just to put this all out there because I, I don't need another situation again where our guest is like dog sorry I, I pulled it up for five minutes and uh, couldn't watch the rest of it but y'all could talk about it and i'm like great great <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> too real too real i don't know we'll see you guys next time on the Sentai sensei Club. rangers thank you so much for listening if you liked what you heard Please make sure to rate our podcast five stars on iTunes and Stitcher. Subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to them. And as always, you can find Kennedy and I on Twitter. I am at Gravcast and Kennedy is at Kennedy T. Cooper. Stay safe, Rangers, and may the power protect you.